All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, which is pretty cool because they break up the season into small chunks and you have more chances to draft your perfect team and to win, of course. You can do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. And now, let's get into today's show. Everybody, it's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and we are coming to you live in the first week of football. Michelle, I just every time we start the show, I get even more and more excited, and here we are, football's back, and we've already had one game under our belts at this point. So happy first week of football! Oh, music to my ears, Kate. Music. How does it feel, uh, Kate? You know. Ever since we started getting back on the mic and talking about football, and now that it's actually being played, life just feels a little sweeter. It does. It really does. <laughs> I can't I can't really put into words. You know, it almost doesn't feel real. You know what I mean? Nothing I, feels I was, real this year. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're recording Thursday, so tonight is the first night of football. You'll be hearing this on a Friday morning, obviously, as always. But tonight's the first night of football, and... You know, I was talking about dinner tonight and what we're going to do for dinner. And then it hits me that we're not going anywhere for dinner. No. Because there's, it's the first night of football. It just, I have to keep reminding myself because we're not, you know, that first week feeling where you're so excited, but you're not in the routine yet of having football at your disposal. That's where I'm at is I have to keep reminding myself and pinching myself that we're actually, we made it. It's football season. We're here. I woke up this morning. I was very chipper. I put on my touchdown shirt. I'm excited. I love your touchdown shirt. Me yeah, too. it's a really I should I wish I wore we have matching shirts that say touchdown. They're very cute and we're very I wish trendy. That I wore we're mine very too. trendy football uh dressers. Yes, yes. Well tonight tonight's a big day. Last night was a big night. There's lots that we have to get through, but you know, we're waking up today having drafted last night and and having the Chiefs and the Texans playing this evening. There's just a lot to get through. So, I mean, from the jump, Michelle, considering this is week one of football, before we get into breaking down our our draft last night real quick and updating the listeners where we're both at mentally, um, what are you most excited for this week? Like, which of these matchups are you going to be watching? Will you be watching? I mean, we should probably, like, silly qu- dial in silly and watch question. together. Silly question. <laughs> Obviously, we'll be watching. Uh, stoked for, uh, you know, as Kate said, tonight, you, well, you're listening to this on Friday, so the game will already happen, but you can still hear our excitement, how excited we are about Thursday Night Football. Oh. I will be planted on the couch I don't yes. all night watching 
loving, cheering. Well, well, I'll I'll be cheering a little extra because we'll talk about it. But I do have someone <laughs> playing in the game tonight. Um, yes, you yeah, do. You've course, got a big of, one. Of course, I'm going to be watching. I, I I I hear that it's supposed to be pretty decent weather, a nice little fall weekend. So hopefully that means watching some games, maybe outside. I might even break out pumpkin beers already. Nobody get mad. Oh it's my fine. God. It feels early, but I don't know. I just it's I don't know. It feels like maybe it just if has to happen. N- no, if you're going to lean in lean it okay then, you know? then like, i if will you're gonna... i've been stockpiling yeah. apple apple uh not apple i've been stockpiling um uh pumpkin beers for the last few weeks just waiting for the appropriate it. time and I, maybe the first sunday for football is the appropriate time i i think if you're gonna do it why why not go ahead like i said lean in go ahead and do it celebrate the season tis the season it feels like it outside it's about you know it's in the 60s and 70s it's it's getting to be fall and yeah have your pumpkin beer michelle okay. treat yourself all right then that, treat yourself. that's what i'm gonna do watch all my games it's a holiday get excited I, I there'll be lots of yelling and cheering obviously for week one see how all these fantasy picks happen to shake Big out time. there's definitely some amazing games this week obviously thursday chiefs and, and texans tonight that's going to be a, an amazing game I think oh yeah i think the uh arizona san francisco game is going to be really fun I think the Saints and Tampa Bay is going to be like a oh, shootout, yeah. really fun. I'll be tuned in there. That's for sure. That'll be fun. What do you think? What what games are you excited about this week? Um, I'm excited to see how Dallas kicks off the year. Not to say I don't know where the Rams are going to be at, but I do like Sean McVay, and I want to see where he lands this season. So I'm curious to watch that game. I'll definitely be tuned in to see how the Bucks do and see Tom Brady and his brand new jersey and Gronk following in tow. Um <laughs> Always excited to see Green Bay and Minnesota. And then obviously my boys, uh, Tennessee Titans and, and Denver. It's at 1020 on Monday, but I'm excited for that. And Oh and my, maybe that's like the other past, Monday our, night that's game. past yeah. our bedtime. Jeez. I was like, do I record this? <laughs> no. <laughs> what kind of Titans fan are it's you? It's a Monday. Have, take, take a nap. Have a five-hour energy drink. Two in the do something. Come on. It's your oh. Titans. Draft moms. Anyway, I'm excited for that game at 10:20 Eastern time on Monday, and also the other Monday night game around. I think it's 7:25 uh, Pittsburgh and uh, the New York Giants. So there's a lot of great games this week. Ugh, but so excited, so excited. But here's here's the thing, Kate. We need yeah. to talk about our post draft analysis. Yeah, there's a big elephant in the room here. Is like we're watching specific games right now. Yeah, we've based been on we've been talking we a lot about night. we've been talking a lot about the teams and the matchups and the players. But like now we got to get into it. Who's on your team, Kate? Uh, can I just gripe before we get into it? Sure, we'll and love like a good set the scene. Sure, I love a good gripe. Go for it. Okay, let me set the scene for this. So. Michelle and I are playing in a 14-team league. It's too many teams. I'm going to start there. (laughs) It's way too many teams, okay? So I spent all of yesterday drafting, mock mock drafting all day for 12 teams. We did not have 14 teams last year. So I get to, I'm drafting all day Wednesday, right? Like, I was, I went to a restaurant. I took the day off of work. I went to a restaurant. <laughs> the queen of I had preparation. I a glass of wine. <laughs> I sat around and did my mock drafts. I did 12-team PPR. And I was, like, ready. I had so many scenarios set up for how my team would be drafted. Th- then Wednesday at 7 p.m. rolls around, right? I join the NFL fantasy app. 
five minutes before, I'm sitting there ready. I'm pinging a few people. I'm sending Michelle some messages because we're talking the whole time. A couple other folks in the league. Feeling high. And then we Feeling pretty off. high and mighty, weren't you? Feeling high, <laughs> feeling ready. I've got, I physically wrote out different scenarios for who I could draft. So I knew what I was getting into, right? Like there were four or five people every round that I knew I would take. As you do, you practice like you play, right? I've got everything scoped out. Then I see people taking quarterbacks in the first and second round. Kate's pinging me, and being I'm, like, what's happening? I'm like, you know, this this does kind of make sense. It's a 14-team league, and that's where everything changed for Kate. And that's when I and then that's when I started like really panicking. So I see I see Patrick Mahomes go sixth pick overall. That I still feel is a little ridiculous, but whatever. I see Patty Mahomes go, then I see Dak Prescott go. And when I see Dak go, uh, this is our friend David who drafts Dak. David, did he win the league last year? He won the league, right? I think so. He was up there. If it, um, I forget who won. Anyway, he had like a stellar team all year. He either won or he was just there. Um, and when he picks Dak, that's when the alarm bells start going off. And I'm like, there is something wrong that everyone's taking quarterbacks. So... <laughs> All of this to say, and then and then I'll tell you about my team. I did not draft the team that I wanted. Okay, I, 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 your team, however, is really solid. So maybe we start with you, and then I can kind of back into where I landed. But your team, man, your team is solid. Congratulations! Oh, I'm really you. impressed. Thank you. How are you feeling about it? I feel I feel good about it. Well, I feel bad for you because you really didn't realize it was fourteen teams. Uh, that 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 there should not be fourteen. teams. Nah, it's too so it's too many. It's it's definitely too many. I agree with you, but it's it kind of sucks that you did all that that prep. I feel like a dunce. I could have spent all day doing fourteen team. Well, mock you maybe you should have double checked. I know, I know. I didn't even consider it. Anyway, anyway, continuing on. So so your team is solid. I think it looks great. Well, I had the third pick, um, yes. and Kate was right before me. So obviously, I had played out the whole. All right, it's going to go McCaffrey, Saquon, Zeke, or it's going to go McCaffrey, Zeke, Saquon. So I kind of yep. knew that I was going to get one of those guys, and I I did think for a few minutes about trying to be cute with it, depending on who you picked. But I was like, let's let's not be cute. Let's just don't be cute. Let's just see what falls to me. Don't be silly. So I landed with Zeke. Roll with I it. landed with Zeke in my first pick, and I feel I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I um, I had a change of heart earlier in the day. You know, um, we had talked about it on our running back episode that it's you know tier one Christian McCaffrey, tier two is Saquon or Zeke. So in my mind, they're interchangeable. Let's be real here, and we talked about this. Zeke, he is the safe pick. You know, he's got a high floor. I wouldn't call it a low ceiling. He's just consistent. Yeah. Like you will score every week and you know you're scoring because Zeke is always healthy and he's a house. So in that way, I think he's better. I, you know what I realized? I played it really safe last year and fuck that. Yeah. Okay. I, so I have a whole I new, I'm, user, I'm like really bad sometimes that I like get, I have this emotional attachment to guys on my teams from prior years and then I keep drafting them and everyone's like, dude, you have, I know. you have the oldest guys in the league. Could you like try picking someone new? And I was like, but I really genuinely like this guy. Okay. I, I had to like sort of throw that out the window a little bit this year and make sure that I like played the numbers used all this research and everything we've been talking about to like make the smart picks so 
I think we both of us netted out pretty good in the first net round with say I mean two and three picks not not complaining not complaining about that net net really great so between Zeke and Saquon I don't know I just I want to have a little fun with it this year and it might bite me in the ass but ultimately I decided yesterday through multiple mock drafts it'll be fun to watch Saquon he's got a high ceiling hard to say where his floor is if he's boom or bust every week but um He'll be fun to watch. So I went Saquon for that reason. I think we both lucked out. Then, snaking around takes like 16 picks like to get 14, back to us. Yeah, it felt like about a week. And the other thing that I do want to mention that I'm about to go off on. Oh God. Like, I have so many issues with our draft this oh year that I didn't realize until we were in it. The other part was that we had two minutes. Every person too long. had two too minutes. Long. That's, to, again, too long. That is an eternity okay so we're waiting here forever everyone's taking the full two minutes then in the middle of it like round three or four we decide to change it (laughs) so that every round you have less time so i'm looking at the every i'm like what round are we in and also when you're the second pick it's like you're back to back you know like if the first pick goes quickly and you're snaked around on your side of the draft i'm drafting like my time's whittling down i have 10 seconds each round i have 15 seconds I was panicking. I got to be honest. There was definitely a lot of stress. One minute. There was, it was, there was a lot of stress. There's, there was a lot of teams. There was a lot of time in between. Uh, I personally am not a fan of the NFL fantasy interface. I just find it like really hard to figure out what the hell's going on in there. So it was hard for me to like yeah. cue people up. It, it was stressful. That's why it I was, was stressful. Drafting. But let's forget about the stress and talk about who yeah, else is on the get- team. Okay, who else is on your team? I lucked out in the second round, and I picked up Joe Mixon. So I feel like my Zeke Joe Mixon, I was amazed that that fell to me. I felt really good about that. I was too. Like, here's the thing. You know, you queue up some of the guys you want, and then realistically in your head, you're like, okay, I'm waiting 10 picks. I know I'm not getting this person. But luckily I had Joe queued up in there, so I feel really good about my one-two punch in the the RB space right now. I really do too. I was like, I, uh, here's the other thing. I was kind of pissed that you were the person like <laughs> in front of and behind me because I, I knew you were going to take him, you know? And if it were someone else in that spot, like some other random person in our league, they might not have taken Joe Mixon because he wasn't like technically ranked higher than two or three people who were on that list. I feel good. I mean, I, I basically landed myself two top 10 QBs. Uh, sorry, two top oh. 10 RBs. And I feel I feel strong about that. I feel great about that for you. And I would say I'm a little bummed about my RB2, but Well, what I've was your Singletary. second pick? What was But did he you pick him in the second round? Who'd you pick no, in the second round? I didn't. Second round I picked Mark Andrews. I wanted like wow, a solid you went early. tight end. You went early on the tight end. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I went early. I started getting nervous and I uh I just I wanted one of the top four or five to make sure you had, yeah like we talked about you wanted one of the the, the shoe ins yeah okay okay i wanted one of the shoe ins and i feel really really solid about mark andrews so i just took him i, I didn't feel as good right. about like the four through eight slot so uh i went tight end but i knew it was snaking right back so my next running back choice like we were this is the tough part with 14 teams is like we're now in the second and third pick. You lucked out with Joe Mixon. I was looking at the other running backs, and to me, they were all in the same yeah tier. You know, it could have been anyone. So I knew a single Terry would fall to me or someone similar. 
So I just sort of went, I want a, I want a tight end, took Mark Andrews, and then it was uh, in two more picks, it would snake right back to me with a decent running back. I like so. it. I think Buffalo's going to have a good deer. I, I, like, I like Singletary. I like it. Uh, yeah, I hope so. And they're playing the Jets. It'll be a, definitely a good game. first week. Definitely a good first week. And so so I sort of took a different approach. I got that 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 one two punch on on RBs. And then because it. it was a 14 team league, I was like, I got to get a QB. So not only is it a 14 team league, we have bonus points in this in this league for like, you know, certain amount of passing yards. So I was like, I can't really under normal circumstances, I probably would have waited a little longer for a QB. At that point, yeah. I had no wide receivers. I only had running back. So I was a little nervous about, you know, what was going to end up there. But I was like, OK, 14 teams. Smart. I'm not going to get another pick for like 20 freaking picks here. So I went with my boy, Deshaun Watson, who I also had in this league last year. And I'm very excited about that pick. I was I was definitely starting to get a little nervous with the long wait time. I was like, oh my God, if I don't yeah. pick him now, what's going to fall to me? But is this a bad decision? Because then I don't have any wide receivers yet. But yeah. I, I went for it. I felt like he was out there. I needed to snag him. And so in the third round, I picked up Deshaun Watson. I really like it. I think that was a really smart pickup. And also just generally... We have a weird league, you know, in so many ways. That's, so those b- right. So you, you got to pay are... attention to all that. You got to think about all that stuff 100%. when you're like, what's the strategy here? So that was that was where Big I time. went. And uh, yeah, I snagged I snagged Deshaun. So I felt pretty good about that. And then did you go wide receiver after that? I did. I had five? to like get into my – I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at my roster, I have nobody <laughs> playing wide receiver. And a lot of yeah. – and a lot of the – top you know receivers had gone already so I was like I really got to get in here so I ended up snagging I don't remember in which order but I I think I remember which order I snagged Tyler Lockett on Seattle which I feel great about Mm -hmm. and I snagged Stefan Diggs from uh Buffalo which I also feel pretty good about again they're not like the top top tier guys but that's okay I mean you got to prioritize somewhere um but I feel like that's I felt pretty strongly and happy to get both of those guys. They were on my watch list. Yeah, I, I like, uh, like I said, obviously I'm watching your draft more closely than the other 12 teams besides <laughs> you and me. I, I mean, I thought that your one through five, if not one through six, were really strong. So your your starting lineup looks excellent. But you, I, I, you got to talk think... about your wide receivers because you, you snagged my guy. You, I think you might have snagged him yeah. like right before I did, and I was a little pissed about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think I did wide receiver, QB, wide receiver, because again, just the way that the snake worked out, I, I wanted a solid wide receiver. Yep. And looking at the playing field, there was one guy at when it came to me that I wanted. There was one. And I think at that point, you had taken, you were right before me, I think, at that point in the snake. So you had taken somebody else. I don't know. I don't remember. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Just tell us who it doesn't you matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I went Thielen. Love it. I got a Thielen feeling. Love it. Then I went I went Breeze because high ceiling. Yep. And just you need you need a solid so QB many in people to look. Yep. Yep. Definitely need the, that multiplier. And then I went DK Metcalf. I like because it. Because I needed another wide out. I really just don't know how I feel about that one, but I mean that's I it. needed two receivers. Uh, no. Because it wasn't coming to me for another 16, 17 picks. So that had to be it. It had to be a boom boom take two hot receivers because they're not you're not gonna get any other shots. Hey, you got Metcalf, I got Lockett. I think they're gonna have a good season over there in Seattle. So I, I, I like it. I agree. I'm looking forward and to then I uh, made, and, Ru- Russell Wilson looking at that. And then yeah. I and then I think I made like a little so I, 
I picked up, I'm not really sure what happened here. I definitely got like a little like confused with the interface and I'm pretty sure I made a, mis a couple of mistake drafts. I thought like I picked one, I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Did you queue it up wrong? Yeah. I don't know if I queued it up wrong or if I was searching for something and I hit the wrong button. I don't know. It gets really stressful when your, your screen lights up green and you have to like go and I'm like, oh my God. And then I click something, but I went your with, your team is now up. I went with, uh. I picked up Gronk for my tight end um, because interesting because Gronk. Why not? And yeah, because it's Gronk. Uh, he's fun. He's Gronk. Tommy Tampa. Whatever. I went with it. I sure. felt pretty good about it. Fast forward to like a few like later rounds. Gronk wasn't a mistake. I picked Gronk. I was happy with that decision. Yeah. Fast forward a few rounds where I think I made some sort of click error, but it actually worked out to my benefit. I also drafted Blake Jarwin, who's the tight end for Dallas, who actually I think mm. is going to have a better first week and even season potentially than Gronk. We'll see because we all feel pretty good about Dallas. So yeah. somehow the fantasy gods were on my side because I absolutely did not have him queued up. I don't think I meant to draft him. And when it got drafted, I was like, wait, what just happened? Oh, this was a happy surprise. Right. So I'm not right. going to take credit for for it, um, but it worked <laughs> out pretty well for me. I like that it worked out for you. I mean, I'm with you. And again, which we, we talked about this a second ago, as our draft continued to snake, keep in mind that there was less time on the clock. This is true. And so that's, I think, probably so, why I messed that one up and I got scared. I, I blacked out at the end here, okay? <laughs> I, I just blacked out. I don't know what happened in what order, but we started to have, instead of two minutes, then we would have 45 seconds, then we would have 30 seconds. And remember, like, I'm at the top of the snake, so I have to choose back-to-back, -back, and I don't even know my head from my ass at this point. <laughs> so I draft James White because I know that he's solid in the flex. He, again, like, he's just middle of the road so I draft James White because I feel good about him as just like points every week I also end up drafting Jimmy Garoppolo because again like you need a solid QB in this and if for some reason I mean Drew Brees is like a health god but if for some reason you know Jimmy's gonna do pretty well gotta have, I feel gotta have a backup I did it's, last year here's the other thing yeah. with 14 teams you almost have to start playing a little bit of defense too right so like yeah. you kind of start saying okay well I've got a pretty solid like starting lineup couple of solid flexes I started taking you know some folks almost as like a blocker so somebody else didn't get them because exactly. because it's a lot of teams and because I don't want these guys sitting on the waivers or even if I'm so for example my backup quarterback is Teddy Bridgewater super stoked about that I I yeah, probably were, won't really play him. him because I have Deshaun Watson you know obviously there'll be a bye week and I'll need someone else or who knows maybe one of them catches he catches fire but I was looking at it like well, he's still out there, and I don't really want someone else to pick him up. So you pick him up. I did the exact same thing with Jimmy. And I, and then I went, like, hammer the RB2s on every team. I did so, I did some of that, too. Who'd you, who'd you end up with? I went Chase Edmonds yep. as the backup for uh, Clyde Hilaire, Edward, Edwards Hilaire. Yep. So I went RB2 for Arizona. RB2 for San Francisco, Jarek McKinnon, okay. or maybe by committee, or yep. hard to say. And then I went Tony Pollard, which is kind of like, Ooh. for you, I looked at your that. backup. I looked at that in, ca in case of like a Zeke injury. Yeah, that's why I picked him up. In case of a Zeke injury, it hasn't happened. Right, so, right. 
that's why I went that route. But so I have solid RB2s. And again, it's just as a band-aid. If something happens totally. to any of those people, we've never seen Clyde Edwards Hilaire play. I mean, he's a rookie, right? Right. We have no idea what's gonna happen in San Francisco. Just gotta see it play out. So I took all of those guys as kind of a backup. But you did you go a similar route or what did you end up later, doing at the back half? Yeah, here? some of the later picks. I, I picked up Alexander Madison in Minnesota, who's behind Dalvin Cook, who who even though he's behind Dalvin Cook, he he does get a fair amount of touches. So I picked up him as an RB two. I went with uh Rex Burkhead, who is like again, they're usually by committee in yeah. in, in New Orleans. Um in New England, um, solid guy, definitely gets some goal line looks, so a, a good one, I think, to have. Um, I ended up snagging, actually, Debo Samuel, so the wide receiver in I San like Fran. That. So I ended up yeah. I ended up snagging him, like, pretty late. I feel like it was a good value. He is recovering from a foot injury. He may not be 100% week one, but... We've talked a lot about the 49ers. I think they have a great season. He's their number yeah. one wide receiver there. So I, I feel some pretty good upside in Debo. Maybe not right out of the gate, but that's okay. Um, I felt really good that I got him pretty pretty late. I, I saw you pick him up late, and that inspired me to take Darius Slayton. I like, who is the the, I like that. The Giants, to, the Giants yeah. have a little work to do with, with Danny Dimes, but Slayton was pretty hot towards the end of last year. I mean, I grabbed him in, like, the 13th round, you know? Like, he was at the bottom of, of the bucket there, and I picked him up because I think he'll be a great compliment to Saquon. Um, so we'll just have to see. I don't know how much time they're going to split or, or what, how they're going to split the rock up. But I picked up Darius Slayton, same idea as Debo Samuel. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. But between him and then Anthony Miller on Chicago, he kind of, like, rounded out my draft. And then as a joke, literally as a joke, I picked up Greg Olson as a backup tight end. <laughs> you never Don't know with Greg him. Olson. That man, he's been around for a while, but you never really know. Um, I, I picked him up because in one of the episodes, I thought you were talking about Greg Olson and not George Kittle, because I think we called him Greg Kittle or something like that. So <laughs> Confused. I, I just picked I him up. I mashed up the tight ends. Uh, I don't know. They're playing Atlanta first uh, first game, and Atlanta has no defense whatsoever. So I thought, what the hell? Let's take Greg Olson, and I can use him as a pawn if someone's tight end gets hurt. Because most people only draft one tight end. So I feel better having two. I almost just went another wide receiver, another running back for extra coverage. But uh, I feel like Greg Olson could just be like a – he could be a trade play could be. potentially could if be. someone's tight end gets hurt. Could I be. don't know because there's really not a lot left. But – um. And there'll be nothing on the waivers because 14 teams, Michelle. I know. So great. I know. Well, I, that you got to stack your bench. Um, I ended up also grabbing uh, Chris Thompson. So obviously there's been a lot of moving and shaking down in Jacksonville in the running back position. So I grabbed him. He, he had some great. success in Washington. I think that could be potentially, you know, decent over there. I got my boy Emmanuel Sanders. We talked about him love that so look. much last nice. season, but I was really glad to get him. So... Love I feel it. pretty darn good going into week one. All things considered, I mean, I also have Dan Bailey, who actually was a pretty good kicker last year. <laughs> We're going to um, talk about kickers? I don't really get excited about kickers, but uh, he's on my roster. And then Seattle defense. Nice. I think they're just going to pummel, hopefully pummel Atlanta. We got to see. But um, yeah, I think it's, I, I feel okay. Um, which probably leads us to, I mean, if we're looking towards the whole season, we got to make a bet on it. For sure. You know? 
We got to we got to bet on our seasons. We do. So how how do we want to divvy this up? Like I think I think we we talked about this a little bit, but for the purposes of putting this on the mic and on air so it's written and etched in stone. We don't believe in well, we do, but we're not going to go this route. We don't believe in doing punishments. No, I don't. Be- I, I think- hate that. I hate leagues where it's like if you lose, you will make you a bigger loser. It's like no, no, we don't yeah. need to do that. I can see why it's fun, but you know what's even more fun to me getting, is getting, getting something things. you really want. <laughs> if you're the winner, you win. Like you win something exciting. So, I think what we should do is to your point. No punishments, but whoever between the two of us does better this year should win something. Okay. What, what do you think? I like it. I'm all about, look, if you're going to put in this much effort, I'm all about receiving something for my win. Okay. So so we're saying whoever finishes higher in our better, like better record, better. Whoever makes it Because like, let's see, because the way our league is broken up, you're in, we're not technically in the same division, right? You're in division one, I'm in division two. So yep. even though they're, you know, they're ranked, you know, one through 14, we're, we're both in different divisions. So I think we should consider b- best record. Who's yep. got the best, best record, record. And, and, and who ends up ranking higher in the overall league Yeah, wins. Agreed. I, I think it's just who ranks higher in the league Okay, at the end of the day. All right. And we'll see how. And it's going to be me. It further. It's fine. It'll be uh, me. If I can get my, <laughs> if I can finagle a couple trades, I think I got it. Like, I think my team looks solid. Right. It's just, here. here's the difference between our teams in my mind, and then we can make our bets. Right. Your team feels very solid, right? Like, I feel like everyone you drafted has a solid and high floor. Thank you. I think that my team, while and face value they don't necessarily have a high floor i think they each have a high ceiling so i think that you're gonna go slow and steady through the season and be really solid and i think i'm gonna have a little bit of the bumpiness where i have five running backs and i just need to figure out which one's which so out of the gate i think you look stronger in the end game if i have the guys i want and they can really keep that ceiling high and i can trade for everybody else I think I could bag it. All right. We'll see. I feel confident in my team. Okay. QB sneaky. All right. Coming at you. Tighten your jock straps. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So should we make some bets? Yeah. What are we betting? Well, I know, I know what I, if I were to win this season, I know what I would like to receive as a winning, as a, a winning gift. Okay. What? What? I would like... Hi, Bachi. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> I would like some sort of vintage gear, but I'd like to get it in the form of either Oilers or Titans gear. Okay. Around the time of the Music City Miracle. And I'd like for it to be from Hang Ten. So these guys are based out of Nashville. Oh. They are probably my favorite retailer in the football space. And no, this is not an ad. They don't know we're saying this. So shouts to Hang 10. But um, I love their merch. And I'm thinking something from Hang 10. Something like really, really slick. 
something that's like an ode to the Oilers or something that's a little bit throwback Titans. That's what I want. That's I what think you that's want. what I want as my winning. All right. Okay. I think we're we're on a similar page here because I I've been trying to uh, up my I've been trying to up my sports swag as we as we talked about a little bit at the beginning of the episode. There's only so many Etsy t-shirts I can buy that say something about <laughs> football before I run out of things. So, yeah. I uh I I'm in the same, you know, kind of place as you are. I love bomber jackets. You can attest to that. I have many oh, yeah. many many a bomber jacket, em. but I don't have any cool vintage bomber jackets from a sports mm. team like picture so those old thinking? like starter kind of jacket sort of situations yeah. so oh yeah i think i need to up my swag game i want a bomber jacket it doesn't necessarily matter to me which team it is but i can give you some ideas because i like the teams that are the color black that is my color of yes. choice so that could yes, be the saints it could be maybe even the jaguars it could be huh. the raiders i don't know just Something in the black space because that goes with my overall vibe here. I can't, I'm not going to wear a red bomber jacket or a blue bomber jacket. It's just not going to happen. So sorry. Sorry to my Patriots. I can't wear that color. So I am going to go with that. I want an old school bomber jacket in the color black. Team TBD. Team, maybe, maybe my Saints if they win the Super Bowl. Who knows, right? And we recently came into uh, the the reason this is like super high on my radar these days is because Kate and I just connected with um, this 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 really cool uh, vintage shop on Instagram called Rad Max Vintage. She's got this insane collection of like all the things I think I had when I was a kid, I like and I feel it. really upset that I threw them all away, and yeah. now I want these things. So that's where the inspiration is coming from. I would like to receive a black NFL vintage bomber jacket for my victory. Okay, so we've got our wagers. You want something to that effect. I'd like something Titan slash Oilers, also throwback, maybe from Hang 10. Gotta see. Those sound like really solid earnings. Now I want to win. Now I definitely want to win. I mean, what's, what's better than cool swag after you win? We're not going to get Super Bowl know, rings, maybe- but I'll take, a, I'll, I'll take a bomber jacket. I was going to say, like, a custom trophy, but where the hell will we put that? So maybe not that. No, I'm not going to do anything with a trophy, but I like it. All right. The the wagers are in, friends. The wagers are (laughs) in. All right. Well, we've got a lot to get through today. I'm glad that we were able to do our roundups. We will be posting our teams on our socials, so check out our Instagram and Twitter. And we'll keep you all posted week by week. Uh, I guess from here on out, we're going to give you our... uh, our week in review and then our week ahead so tune in every week obviously but we've got a ton more to get through on this episode michelle so what do you say should we throw it over to the huddle time for the huddle all right michelle we are here in the huddle our favorite place so I guess we got to kick it off and talk about all the things going on week one in football and beyond. So if you're listening, you know how it works. We have 60 seconds on the clock and we're trying to get through every single headline. Do you think it's possible? I mean, I don't know. We, we stumbled over our words a little bit last week, but I think we got it. I tried specifically this week to pick 
some really wordy headlines just to challenge us a no. little bit extra. I did. I did. You can't just do like the, the whole one line easy sentence headlines. Those are too easy for us. So you know what? I, I, I think I tried to screw us up a little bit this week. We'll see what happens. You know what? Do you really want to screw us up on week one? I know we did last week, but this is like week one of the full season. It's all right. This is it's like okay. NFL week one. You think we can do it? I I feel good about it. And there's a lot of really good headlines. So make sure you listen to every single word we say. Okay, Michelle. Well, I have 60 seconds on my computer clock. And when you're ready, I'm going to kick it your way and you get right into it. I'm ready. In three, two. One. Let's go. Novak Djokovic was disqualified from the U.S. Open after losing his temper and hitting a ball lady. Kawhi Leonard's middle finger block helped the Clippers take Game 3 over the Nuggets. DeAndre Hopkins and the Arizona Cardinals agreed to a two-year, $54.5 million extension, making him the highest-paid non-quarterback in NFL history. The Browns signed Kareem Hunt uh, to a two-year, $13.25 million contract extension. Woo, boy, let's go. All, all of the dollars. Um, Serena Williams advances to the semifinals of the U.S. Open. The L.A. Rams and Jalen Ramsey have agreed to terms on a five-year, $105 million extension. That is the largest contract ever for a cornerback. Oh, my God. Speaking of contracts, Saints and Alvin Kamara are, quote, unquote, extremely close to finalizing a multi-year extension. No player in NBA history has more playoff victories to his name than LeBron James. Oh, God damn do we, it. Do we lose? The timer is going off in my ears very loud. I can hear it right now. <laughs> Ow. We lost. We lost, we, are, we really lost. Oh, my God. We're not, we're not through. We have two more headlines. Boo. Oh, boo on Well, us. we have to finish we're our stink. headlines. So, first of all, you have to finish your headline, and then there's two more. But boo right, for us and boo for your here. ears for your ears for oh taking God. that abuse no, that was that was like those, those were sirens there was knives in my ears okay let's see <laughs> um no player in nba history has more playoff victories to his name than lebron james does after the la lakers game three win over the houston rockets damn that's oh, pretty Le- impressive good for lebron good for him good for him yeah uh, the islanders lightning stars and golden knights are the last four teams vying for the stanley cup okay and the denver broncos von miller needs season end season ending ankle surgery i'm so sad i love von that miller that sucks I love Von Miller, too. It's really, man, before the season even starts and you're already out, ugh, ugh, it's heartbreaking. So, okay, we have a lot going on in these headlines. A lot of dollars. If I add all these up and I'm terrible at math, we're talking like over 200, almost $200 million worth of contracts being signed this Uh, week. I should have been a football player. We should have. Both of us should have. <laughs> I mean, podcasting is not as lucrative, so this is a bummer. But first and foremost, congratulations to DeAndre Hopkins. I told you I talked a lot of hype about him, so you now let's did. see. did. You, you, okay, first of all, Thank congratulations you. to you. I will also take a $54.5 million con- uh, signing contract for that. Thank you. I, I hope that you take your piece because... <laughs> Good on DeAndre Hopkins. I am 
absolutely shocked shocked that that's what's happening right now and i bet you the cardinals listen to our podcast i think the cardinals listen to draft i i I think kyler murray's such a little cutie pie sure why not (laughs) like please listen in but good on deandre hopkins you called that from the very beginning and between him and jalen ramsey on the rams 105 mil what in the fuck is that real I mean, that's kind of crazy. Think about it. The DeAndre deal, highest paid non-quarterback. So that's crazy. And then and then now Jalen Ramsey, largest contract for a cornerback. So one on the offensive side, one on the def- defensive side. These guys are just raking in the dollars. Good on them. I also do want to call out, and this is like a whole thing with drafting this week or not but if you are drafting this week or just eking it in before you hear this show which you probably won't uh but if i hope Kareem, you're not if you are then good lord <laughs> good luck um but kareem hunt in a two-year 13 to 5 that's pretty good that's pretty good not what i was expecting but good on the browns Lots of lots of money, lots of people locking in these guys right before the season kicks off. It's kind of crazy. Maybe I never paid attention to it this closely before, but like you're signing a contract like right before they're about to kick the ball off, literally. Like I can't believe they wait that long. I mean, here's the thing. And we will probably have an answer on this in no time. But what the fuck is Alvin Kamara doing? What is he doing? It's extremely close to signing a deal. That is really way too close. It's We're too here. Close. This is way the season. Like, hey, man, I already got picked... till Sunday, my man. I already picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl, so I need my man to sign his contract. Or else I'm going to lose my bet to Kate. So we need to hurry it up, sir. I don't know. I, I, I hope he gets it. I, I think they're extremely close, which makes me feel like <laughs> it's hopeful. But it is hopeful. hard to know until you actually see the writing on the line. And we'll see. We'll see. True. All right. So we, we um, failed. We failed in week one, but it's okay. I told I you I purposely. Hard. Look, these are important headlines that people need to know. We didn't make it through. It's Man, fine. That was, that was, that was so bad. I felt, you know, like halfway season through. season one bad. Halfway through, I was like, man, I think we're tracking this really <laughs> slow. I'm, I was waiting for the alarm to go off. <laughs> it's. Yeah, we we did not do a great job. Not a good job. Not a good job. Uh, Is there anything else you want to cover in the huddle, though? I mean, I know we blew through it. And, I mean, there's a... I I don't really want to talk about Von Miller because bless Von Miller. And I'm so sorry that you're out for the season, but... I do think it's interesting how the tables have turned that Serena is has advanced to the semifinals and Novak Djokovic got kicked out. There's a lot of controversy over... The disqualification and so what so, happened with that? So you know? basic, basically, like he he he. I think it was a bad call, and he kind of hit the the tennis ball sort of like out of the way, and it happened to hit one of the lines judges. Now okay. I don't look. He's a he's a pro, but I don't think that he aimed it to hit her. But like the rules are the rules. Like the tennis rules are so so strict that like you do that and that's it there's really no arguing it any other way unfortunately whether you did it on purpose or not I was wondering because I I got the push notification on my phone and it said disqualification for hitting line judge which I thought was like (laughs) that sounds like that's exactly (laughs) I was like don't 
I mean, don't hit someone with your racket. I mean, I know that that it happens. You can you can wreck your racket on the ground or whatever you want to do. Your racket, your rules, whatever. I interpreted that as someone was abusing one of the refs, well, which this is, does, hopefully is not the case. This is why the huddle is so important so that we can read the full headline because that, my friend, is a bad headline. He didn't like it's walk up there and punch her. It's a bad headline. <laughs> it's a horrible headline. Who, who would know that? You can't just say that the, the ref got hit with with whatever, like disqualification for hitting a ref. The what, rules, what could have happened there? The tennis rules are so intense, man. Like, remember when Serena got kicked out for like, like screaming yes, like and yelling at a job? Oh yeah, I mean, like it's it's way too serious out there, and it kind of sucks because like True. we talked about this on the last episode. The U.S. Open's already like a little bit like turned down because nobody yeah. can go and watch it, so it kind of stinks that like that's the sort of you know kind of headline things that happening obviously Novak's yeah. like you know huge he's an Im- incredible player so it's kind of a bummer all around to be honest but yeah I'm glad we delivered the full headline not making it seem like he actually like got a physical alteration with somebody yeah, yeah. so it's a it's a legitimate line foul type thing that just so happened to bounce up and maybe hit a line judge type we thing. don't we don't usually talk too much about hockey but you know as a girl from Long Island, go Islanders. Get go get it. You know? Um look at that. They're right they're in the last four teams. Go get it. Islanders. That's right. Let's go. I know nothing about the Islanders. <laughs> I know nothing about hockey. Let's go icing. If it goes past three lines, did you know that it's icing? Well, <laughs> that's the only go. thing I know. I'm going to buy Kate a new shirt that says, let's go icing. Let's go icing. No crystal ball. Buy me all these shirts. Okay. I have no idea about anything hockey, but I really, um, I'm okay with that. I'm all okay right. with that. I grew, up, I grew up on Long Island, so uh, I used to go see the Islanders and the Rangers play. I was definitely a Rangers fan. But the Islanders played like 20 minutes from where I grew up. So I've definitely followed them. Well, I followed them back in the day. I don't follow hockey that much anymore. But it's nice to see their name in there. So go Isles. Let's do it. Okay. So so they are. So the Islanders are one of four teams who are vying for the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, th- so they're in the semifinals. That's cool. Uh, Let's so- go. Is it Isles? It re- it, you call wow. them the Isles? Yeah, I call them the Isles. Yeah. Okay, and then the Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning? Yep. Okay, and then the Houston Stars, Dallas Stars? Dallas Stars, Dallas Stars. And then the uh, Golden Knights? So the Golden Knights... Somewhere else? The Golden Knights is like, uh, I. it's Vegas, so Vegas is getting all up in their uh, their teams. Really? Yeah, Vegas is getting all up in their team, so oh, I, shit. I, I had to double check that too, because when I first read it, I was like, Golden Knights, I don't... Oh, okay. I might need to. Uh, I gotta. You should tune in. You should tune. No, you should tune into a little. This is when it gets really fun and exciting. You should tune into some more hockey right now. Do you know when playoffs like finish? Like the Stanley Cup Finals are over. Is it like next month? It's pretty soon. It's pretty soon because both of these both of these uh, uh, semi semi final matchups have kicked off already so get in it soon kate hurry up interesting okay i am good with that i'm looking forward to maybe tuning in for some of the hockey that sounds good sure (laughs) go icing uh anything else we want to talk about michelle before we kick it to stardom sitem yeah i think we should break the huddle and get into stardom sitem all right let's break 
Kate, it is time for Stardom Sidem. I am so ready for it. <laughs> I've been like, I, oh, I had like so many moments this week where I was like, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to go on to Google and hit all my Stardom Sidems, go to look all, read all my things. It's like Stardom Sidem, you say every other phrase during football season and then you don't say it at all after football season. So I'm very excited as well. Well, here's the thing. It is week one of making these calls. This is the highest, highest impact and least resistance week. You can say anything you want. You can be a high impact person. You can make big projections and you can be really wrong and nobody cares because there's no sort of, you can just make a lot of calls right now. I am looking forward to it. Nobody knows anything. This year has been a total bust in itself. So any boomer bust players, it just it it remains to be seen. There, there's a lot fun. to be said. It, it's just a it's a big boom or bust year, which makes Stardom Sidem so much fun. So, where do you want to start? Let's start with the running backs. Okay, so. Let's start with. <laughs> Where do we start? Uh, there's, there's so many so things. Many there's teams. so many things. There's so many running so, backs. Running backs are the most. We talked about this on our other episode, but running backs are the most prolific and exciting players and position of the year. So okay. So here's the thing. You're you're obviously starting your like McCaffrey's, Saquon's, Zeke's of the world, right? Like you didn't yes. draft them first in the first round to not play them. So obviously you're playing those guys. Like, yeah. don't now be silly. Down. Play those guys. Get on in there. You drafted them. Get some points going. So, I, I mean, I want to talk like a little bit about, well, here's an interesting one. And we didn't touch on this because I think this happened right after we launched our first episode. But Leonard Fournette signed with the Bucks, which yes, is did. super interesting. So he got waived from the Jags. He's now over in Tampa Bay. I think it makes Tampa Bay even more of a viable team. Um, I was going to say, does that like kick him up? I think in some I think it ways, does. I think it does. Uh, here's the thing. They're saying the coach, coach uh, Bruce Arians is saying he'll have a solid role in week one against the Saints. Look, he's brand new to the organization. There's a lot of new guys that are new to the organization over there. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. But it's good that he says solid role. It's good that he got picked up right after he got waived by the, ja uh, the Jags. Um I personally think this this game against the Saints is going to be like a shootout. I think there's going to be a lot of points. Um, Tom versus Drew, but we're talking about running backs. But yeah, I think if they're if they're suggesting that he's going to have a solid role, and I think there's going to be a lot of offense in this game, he could be really interesting. He'd be super interesting. I hope so. I hope so. And and I like to look up the. Uh... Although we're talking about running backs, I like to look at the entire scope, which is kind of like your piece of advice to me. The, yeah, the big picture. You got to look at the full depth chart. So I will be very interested to look at how they shake out and, and where they put the ball, right? Where does Tom put the ball? Is it with Leonard Fournette? Can he do it? That's what makes week one so exciting. I know, you know, I know. And you can only base it on, like, what what has been done in the past. Like, you know what Leonard Fournette did it in Jacksonville. He had some really big years. He had a little bit of an off year last year. 
But, you know, you have to think about, yeah, he's new. Tom's new. There's a lot of new people there. It remains to be seen. But I think it's a good sign that they're saying he'll have a solid role. So if you have Leonard Fournette, could be an interesting flex player. Maybe maybe not your starting RB, but could be could be good in the flex. Or if you're playing two RBs and you have them, who knows? Could be a good one. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see, especially with the Saints, who um, have an incredibly electric offense and fine defense. We'll have to see. They they could definitely push through. Leonard Fournette could do his thing. I really, I would look forward to it. And if you drafted him when he was on Jacksonville, even more, like a plus one to you, well a lot done. Of pe- a lot of people dra- drafted him, like this is what we talked about last week when your draft is too early. A lot of people drafted him and then he got dropped and then everybody dropped him and then picked someone else up. So like, this is why you need to do your draft at the very last minute, everybody. Do it on Wednesday, September 9th. Like any rational <laughs> any Wednesday, human. <laughs> any Wednesday before the first Thursday night game. All right. Who exactly. El- who else you got on your list this week for the RBs? Oh, God. I mean, uh, you heard it first on my 49ers call out for Super Bowl winners, but I think the uh, the backfield for 49ers is Colonel Mostart. good. Yeah, I would say Mostart is looking good. Uh, it, it It's hard to say. I, I hope that they really pull it out, but last year was beautiful. It was beautiful. They have so much work to do. They can do so much better on the rushing yardage. I think it's there. I think it's there. What do you think about the 49ers? I mean, I like the 49ers. I really like I like Raheem Mostart in this uh in this uh first kickoff this week. He should be leading the charges. Um he he was hot at the end of last season. I know you got to take that with a grain of salt because there's a long time in between, but he was really hot at the end of the season. And so I I, I think between off-season moves and him sort of, you know, being the uh, kind of the lead guy there, I, I think he's going to have a really strong week. I hope so. And I'm a big fan in general, and this is kind of like feeds into my 49ers pick for the Super Bowl win. Uh, we'll see how this happens. But I really like Shanahan just in general, like as a Very head fair. coach. Yep. He's my guy. And then um, I would just – I would keep an eye on Mostert. Only because there's still Tevin Coleman in the backfield. There's True. Jeff Wilson in the backfield. There's Jarek McKinnon in the backfield. I would keep an eye. I think he's a valuable, valuable player. I would see how Shanahan and the offensive coach and just generally how the offense shapes up. Fair enough. That's what I'm thinking about. Here's another interesting one. So Yeah, give it to me. So James White. You know, a household name yes. uh, over in New England. James White, what a guy. What a sleeper pick. Can you believe if no, anyone would keep, pick him as a sleeper? What a you guy. You keep misusing sleeper. He's not a sleeper. He, he is, though. He is like the 70th. Oh, I don't know where he falls. Okay, well, he here's, fall? here's what I'll he's tell like you. He's like the 100th pick. Uh, okay, you're you're right. He He's not up there with like Christian McCaffrey. I get it. I don't necessarily think he's a sleeper, but... Over in New England, um, Damian Harris is is now on IR due to a hand injury, and they're saying that Sony Michelle could be limited. So your boy really? James White just kind of went boop 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 up the ladder over there. Oh, and he was good last year. He was oh he's he great. Sat in my flex all year, just racking him up. Yeah, rack he's rack he's em, great. Rack em, rack em. He's great. I think he just had a lot of value added due to the fact that there are some injuries. They're playing Miami first week, which everybody knows my thoughts on Miami. Blah. And 
I mean, hopefully, hopefully he and, you know, Cam Newton have a good little thing going. It'll be his first start over there. But I think James White is going to be like old reliable. Um, and especially with some of these injuries, I think that bodes well for him in this first week. I really like that pick, obviously, just selfishly. I always like James White. But speaking of old reliable, because that is most definitely a James White Patriots pick, what do you think about Marlon Mack? And what do you think about just generally the Colts this year? I am struggling with them, but I do know a fair amount about the AFC South. And starting for the Colts versus Jacksonville, I'm curious how he shakes out. In my head, he's a bust, but... It's Jacksonville. Well, that's the thing. That's what you have to remember. It's Jacksonville. Like, they're terrible against the run. I think that the Colts' offense is going to dominate this game. So I think if you have Marlon Mack or Jonathan Taylor, I think they're both pretty good plays. I don't really know who ekes the other one out for more touches and a better game, but I do think, like, they will dominate the game offensively in um, on Indianapolis. So I, 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 mm. think, I think those are good those are good plays. I, I've said it before too. I'm really interested to see what Philip Rivers does. Um, but yeah, look, yeah. They're, play, they're playing Jacksonville, and Jacksonville's not good uh, against the uh, the run. So I, I foresee uh, a pretty pretty good game for the Colts. Uh, specifically, could be for Marlon Mack and Jonathan um, Taylor. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope it works out that way. And the Philip Rivers conundrum, like that, is a a thing for me. I just don't know how he's going to shake out. I look forward to his season. I look forward to him wrangling in everyone on his team and being the leader. I I hope it happens, but I'm still like in the middle. So I feel like for me, this Marlon Mack start is just straight down and he can either go, he can either bob or he weaves, you know, like he either does really well or he just does not. So right. we'll see. We'll see what Phil does. We'll see. I have a couple of bewares. I won't necessarily say sits, but but maybe some bewares that could turn into sits. Oh, please give it to me. And it's, yeah. and it's these rookies. So you've got Cam Akers, uh, who is a rookie running back for the Rams. Is that, a, is that a bust for you? I don't think it's a bust. I just, I just think being a rookie is hard. And I think yeah. being a rookie in COVID is extra hard. And so, and being a rookie and in COVID, and playing against the Cowboys in your first ever game, those are a lot of hard things. So if you have, you know, Cam Akers, I think it was a good draft. I think he's going to be good. Beware of him in this first game against the Cowboys. I think it's going to be rough yeah. for him. Um, I would say the same thing about DeAndre Swift in in um, Detroit. They're playing uh, Chicago in their first round, who historically has a fairly strong defense. I believe he had some... Uh, some injuries, I don't, nothing too bad, but there was definitely some injury um, watch on him uh, during the uh, you know during the preseason. So two rookies, not saying either one of them is bad for the long term. Just beware of them this first week. They got to get their sea legs, and they both have really tough defensive matchups. Okay, really interesting. I like that look, and I think that we can both agree with that in mind. I mean, I think Cam Akers. Oh God. Fine with me, but all things considered, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. 
I don't if we know. want to wrap up running backs with Le'Veon Bell, I, I just get so nervous with that guy. I know the name has like sparks around it, but I'd stay away. I'd personally I, stay away. I feel I feel like that's a good way to look at it. There's definitely sparks around his name, but um there's also some red tape. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. We'll, well see what we, happens. We've we've broken down running backs pretty well. Should we talk wide receivers i mean can we avoid the headline of deandre hopkins having a bajillion dollar deal and no. the most paid athlete behind quarterbacks in football of course of all not. time like let's go deandre hopkins let's better go have a, arizona he better have a huge week i've been high on him i think you know hopefully hopefully this deal like you know speaks for itself i've definitely been you know reading some other uh you know predictions for the um for the uh for this first week and i i just yeah i mean he's deandre hopkins i think he's he's gonna be fucking great it's gonna be a great week for him i look forward to you proving me wrong because and probably the entire organization i am not hot on him but i like that i mean the money talks you know money talks and he, you called it all along, so I hope he really pays off. I look forward to his year in Arizona. Uh, I agree. Uh, another one so um, that you should probably look at, well, one guy you should look at probably taking out of your lineup, but a nice uh, bump for someone else. Oh, who? So Brandon Cooks uh, ha- didn't practice most of this week. Um, he has some sort of quad injury. Those those are typically not very good for wide That's receivers. That's not good. I mean, I've had quad injuries, and and I am just a regular Joe Schmo. So probably playing a professional sport, not great. Not exactly, great. exactly. So uh, who does that bode well for? Uh, Will Fuller on Houston. So oh, we've heard legend of this. Well, we talked a lot about like Deshaun Watson and this really strong wide receiver core. Um, Will Fuller obviously being one of those really strong wide receivers, but if you don't mm-hmm. have Brandon Cooks at 100%, I think you really look for Will, Will Fuller to step up. So if you have him, I'd play him. I think he's going to have a good week. Interesting. Okay, I've heard legend of exactly that. I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But the whole the, – the Texans look really, really good. They look hot. So I'm looking forward to – whatever they can put in play yeah i think i think that's gonna be a good week for them i uh yeah i think it's gonna be a good week for them and keep an eye on will fuller 100 percent. we talked about this a little bit in running backs but i'll bring the names up here anyway because you're obviously playing these guys michael thomas chris godwin and mike evans are all playing in the saints tampa game you're obviously playing these guys but like i bring it up more so because i think this game is gonna be so fun to watch drew tom Kamara, Thomas, Godwin, Evans. Do you think Ornette. it's just going to be gonna like lobbing bombs? What is I it hope be? so. I don't know, man. I just, I just, I feel like that's going to be a big highlight game of this first week, and I hope it is. Like two experienced um, quarterbacks, a lot of experienced wide receivers. Like, yes. I just hope this is like a really high-scoring, fun football game to watch, and I, I think okay. it will be. So you're going to play all these guys. So on the other side of the coin, just for the record is there anything to write home about about the saints defense or the bucks defense because i think it's pretty mediocre from what i've read 
is it just going to be lobbing so, offensive bombs? It it could be. So I was doing a little bit of reading specifically, not on the defense, but more on the um, the offensive lines. And they're they're saying that the Saints' offensive line is definitely ranked higher than Tampa Bay's. Makes sense. Saints okay. have had to protect Drew Brees for all these years. You know, Tampa Bay, maybe they need to do a little investing now that they got Tom back there. But, you know, again, I don't think that they uh, the Patriots didn't have the best offensive line either when, you know, Tom was playing for for at the end there. So I, it's really curious. I, no I just want to see a shootout. I want to see a shootout. And it's I would my like podcast, to see a shootout. And I'm too. saying give us a shootout. Please just lob some rocks please give us all a show we would all like to see one 2020 has been abysmal we would like to see some fireworks please and thank you to drew and tom thank you uh a couple of anyone else to call out on on the wide receiver front though i mean i don't i I don't think i have anyone else i'm just gonna call a bust because i always want to call him a bust Odell odell beckham i don't like you you're a bust i just don't like you did you hear the rumor I heard some kind of rumor. There was a rumor. There was a rumor. I would say <laughs> if you're interested in said rumor, not to perpetu- to perpetuate a rumor, go go look it up. Just maybe. go Google him. But either way, I'm just like not. I've never been a big fan. It's a fan. It's it's just a little bit too showboaty for me. Like yeah. I don't Maybe know. Maybe just just look him up. I think he's wrapped up as usual with OBJ, which is always why I am out. I'm always, always, always out on the Browns. I am passing on Nick Chubb. I'm passing on everyone. I don't like the Browns. I don't want to support them. That's why I was bullish on the Bengals. Let's go, Joe Burrow. Let's go. With that in mind, OBJ, not into it. There's a lot of swirl around him, as always, similar to his fashion, similar to his personality, his watch, to his gameplay, similar to this fetish that's now a headline on Twitter. Look it up. Don't want to talk about it. Not the place for it. Out on OBJ. So they're also playing. They're also playing Baltimore. So it's going to be a hard pass for me. For for him. Such a no. Okay, great, great. Well, that's even more. That's even more tenuous. Okay, I agree with that bust. I agree with that. Um, Should we move on from wide receivers because I think we uh, we covered it. I think so. What's next? I think. Well, we talked about tight ends on our week one preseason mini breakdown and obviously there's the Travis Kelsey's of the world there's the George Kittles of the world and then there's the wide wide world of tight ends I I think this week you just uh, uh, you you know which guys you're playing the top three as Kate just said Kittle Kelsey the other third I think it's Andrews on Baltimore not necessarily Zach Ertz fine whatever Either way, just play those guys. Most of you have probably only draft one tight end. That's fine. Just play them. It's like, it's totally the wild, wild west, like you said. Three I points. Think you, pay, you play who you have. You see what happens. You're going to learn a lot, hopefully in this first week or two, about how the offenses, you know, are going to kind of come together. So most people, you know, you have who you have. Play them. You're, it's not like a running back or wide receiver situation necessarily with tight ends where you're carrying like four or five of those position players and you need to figure out who you want to play that week. You probably have one, play that one, and then maybe you play the waiver wire after that depending on how it happens. So yeah. I don't even think you really need to get too cute with tight ends. You're going to play, 
go by the numbers, go by the ranks, play the top guys, play who you have, and then see what happens. Well, like we were saying in, in the pre-show, right? There, there are tiers. And so you can take your top tier, yep. which is inclusive of two players, Kittle, Kelsey. And from there, it kind of falls in line. Like, yeah. it's hard to say. And I've seen Tyler Higby kind of shift around how he's going to do on the Rams. Hard to say. And it's the same way with, like, an, any of these guys who are tight ends. Ingram is the same way. Waller is the same way. I feel like every day that I look, even leading up to the first day of of the season, it just shifts all the time. So, hard to say. But tight end wise, I agree with you. I already have, and I voiced my opinion about Sickerts. He's already screwed me in the past. <laughs> uh, I do want to give my look at Jared Cook. I love Jared Cook. I love the Saints. I feel good. Also, uh, next to a Michael Thomas and Drew Brees and uh, just Emmanuel Sanders at this point. The I other, do want to give a look at the Saints. The other thing I would say is the. Um, the Patriots did say that Ryan Izzo would have a pretty strong role over in um, in New England. So could could be something worth watching. But, uh, but like I said, play your guys. Don't get cute. Keep an eye on how these offensive look, how these o- offenses look, and how much they seem to be targeting their tight ends. And then maybe you play the waiver wire. We'll see. Okay. So we've got our tight ends which remains to be seen how they do. I feel like similarly, we got to look at QBs. Oh, of course. QBs are the most fun. They're the rock chuckers. Who do we talk about? I mean, I know that you, I know you want to talk about Teddy Bridgewater. I know you do. I do. Do you, do you want to start there? Where do you want to start? I don't know. I don't know why I'm so excited about it. I just like, I don't know. I just Why are you so excited about it? I genuinely would like to know, as a fan of Teddy Bridgewater, but nervous about his game. I just like where he ended last season, how he stepped up in Minnesota, and I think it's cool that he's got the Carolina team. I don't know. I just, I'm excited for him. I think he's he's really strong. I, look, he's not like... Again, depends on your league. If you're a two QB league, maybe you play him as your second QB. If you're a one QB league and you have him as your starter, uh, that kind of sucks for you, probably. Maybe you want someone a little bit better than that. But I, I think there's a lot of upside to him, and I'm very genuinely excited to see how he comes out of the gate in his debut at Carolina. I am too. I am too, and I really like, in general, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I like the guy. Similarly... As much as I hate to say it, I have always been a passive fan of Big Ben. Ugh, I know. You can talk about Big Ben. I am not a Big Ben fan. So I did a couple of mock drafts, neither here nor there, and every <laughs> time I ended up with Big Ben as my QB2. Wow. Okay. No one likes him. But That's you. fine with me. Just you. 
it's fine. Just stay healthy. So for what it's worth for QBs, I would say along with your Teddy Bridgewater, I will put my money on Big Ben. We will see. I don't like the guy, but I like the player. So for what that's worth. Okay, that's fine. Props to you. Sorry for your mock drafts. It's okay. Uh, Kill a Cam. We'll never know how they turned out. So, yo, Kill a Cam in Miami. Watch out. I think he's Let's coming go. in. I think he's coming in hot. I think it's going to be really fun to watch him play over under Bill Belichick this year, playing against Miami again. Have you seen my- his headshot? Yeah, his he hair. Lo- is- he looks badass. He, his head. Well, his hair's. Uh, I-, I would say he looks bad and kind of like an ass, but <laughs> he is really good at football and i'm really excited to watch him play in new england they're playing miami like we already said so i think he's he he's probably he was probably a later scoop in the draft for people but i think a good a good scoop and uh, i think he's gonna have a really strong week this first week against miami yeah and the nice part of picking up cam in the first week is that you okay he's playing miami you know he's gonna have a good week and if you really it depends on the league you're in but if you're in a eight-person league and you can go pick somebody else up, sure, why not? Pick him up this first week, and then you can drop him right off and jump on those waivers. I got a really good sit him for you. <laughs> I think I know what it's going to be, but give it to me. Uh, so, uh, look, this sounds crazy, but, like, you might want to sit Aaron Rodgers this week. Again, kind of depends on your league. Fine. But, like, he doesn't really do well against the Vikings. You think so? Well, I know you would definitely sit him. I'm just trying to bring some objectivity here, but he doesn't do very well against the hiking uh, against the Vikings. So you, I don't know. You might not want to have him in there this week. You might have a, a more viable option. Can I just give you a counterpoint here? Are you going to argue for Aaron Rodgers right now? Maybe. Oh, okay, sure. Floor is yours. I'm just going to throw out the current cultural climate. (laughs) And maybe, maybe Minnesota and the general state has something to go for. I don't know. I have no idea. But I could see. eh, Actually, now that I'm saying it out loud. I was just letting you play this all the way through. Yeah, I can't play this out. I can't. can't. Why did I just say that? I mean, look, most people are not going to sit Aaron Rodgers. I get it. That sounds crazy. But just beware. Just know what you're playing. And if you have another quarterback, just know who they're playing. Know their history. He just historically doesn't do very well against the Vikings. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. The more that I'm talking about it, and also they're a very equal match. You know, Vikings and Packers, always a good game. Always a good game. Especially when they're suited for each other. And it's week one, you know? There's no blizzard happening right now, to (laughs) my knowledge. I mean, it just snowed a foot in Wyoming, I've been told. But, uh, okay, I'm vetoing myself. Yeah, veto yourself. Beware. Self-veto. Self-veto. Another one I think you probably won't veto. I think you'll agree. Uh, Danny Dimes playing against Pittsburgh. Don't really see that going so well. Uh, Yeah, no. Like I said, bullish on Ben. Bullish on Ben. (laughs) Goodbye, right. Danny. Sorry, Bullish Danny. Bullish on Ben. A lot of people are going to pick up Danny Dimes, though. I would stress to you, please don't pick up Daniel Jones. Do not do it. Bust. <laughs> All right. right. Last. No. no, I'm with you. I, I, Dude, I said he was. I said don't play him. I'm Bleh. with you. Bleh. Forget it. Bleh. 
All right. All right, what else? We've done RBs. We've done wide receivers. We've done tight ends. We've done QBs. Should okay. we do one quick pick for each of us on the defensive side? Yes, and I, and I have my pick because okay. I did some research, believe it or not. Who is your pick? Seattle. Always. It's got to be Seattle. You know why? Love, in my mock draft, I picked up Matt Ryan and just generally love the Falcons. Horrific, horrific defense. I think that Seattle is going to pummel the rest of the Falcons offense. Sorry, guys. Got to go. Got to go Seattle. That's that's my pick. Week one. How about you? All right. Uh, I'm not mad at that. Uh, I like your pick, and uh, I would. Uh, we'll stay on the Steelers train for a minute. Uh, I like. Really? I like. I like the Steelers D against the Giants. Yeah. Yes, I do. I like that pick. Okay. Oh shoot, that might be a better pick than mine. I wonder who's playing who. No, this isn't do. about. This isn't about whose pick is better. This is just about us telling the people, you know, what's happening this week and who we think is going to have a good week. Man, namaste. Is there <laughs> anyone else we want to? Do we want to call out? I mean, maybe Patriots versus Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I think I've beat. I think I've beat up on the Dolphins enough, so I won't do that anymore. But yeah, sure, the Patriots yeah. against the uh, the Dolphins will be a good oh. defensive play. Oh, geez. But for the most part, the nice part about Week One is that teams that are interdivisional, interconference, are playing each other. And they know each other, and they know each other's coaches, they know each other's players, they know each other's play style, they know where they sit. So, week one, as always, the most exciting week, because, and and even more so, we don't really have preseason. So this, we're looking at it, right? We're seeing it live, and we're seeing where people fall. Exactly. That's a really that that really actually speaks to my no crystal ball more than anything else. Like we don't even have like preseason games to play off of. So hopefully this was helpful for everybody. That's what we are thinking. That's what we're reading. We're seeing what all the experts are saying. Hopefully you enjoyed our commentary alongside with it. And this is helpful. Week one, baby. Woo! Okay, well, we will see you all next week. On Friday mornings, check out our feed wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember, if you love us like we love you, go ahead and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and follow us wherever you find your podcasts. So Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Breaker. I don't know the other ones. Just go find them and go listen to us on all of them. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will see you in week two. 